Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us in Adventures into Reality with myself, Kathy Ma, and normally with the galactic historian Andrew Bartzis, but he is out on location today. So next week he will be back to answer all questions galactic. Today it is me. And for those of you who don't know, Andrew is offering a free video series calling, uh, sorry, called Living the Mystical Life Daily. He shows you some tools and gives you knowledge about how to have mystical experiences in your everyday life. Sign up for free at andrewbartzis.com. Just put your name and email when you get to the page and you'll receive myself. But I can't I think we might have just gone on hold by accident. So I hope we heard most of that announcement. But anyway, remember everyone, you can get a private session with Andrew and myself by contacting Tanok at Tanok at galactichistorian.com. That's T-E-N-O-C-H. And we'll be able to get to the bottom of your issues and help you see a better way ahead. And for those of you that don't know, you can always check out my new website, which is Kathy's Pearls of Wisdom. That's Kathy with a K, um, to learn more about me if you've got any questions. So today I'd like to just acknowledge the fact that we are almost probably, I guess we could say, in the middle of the year of the monkey. It's been a hectic year for many of us. Really, the monkey's been on all our backs. If there was something that could have gone wrong, it's gone wrong. If there's something that you couldn't have predicted, it has happened. Everyone is going through these really, really crazy times right now. So you're not alone. Everyone is experiencing these kind of chaotic and confusing times. One of the things you always need to remember is to stay grounded. The more you're grounded, then the more you can focus. And the more these things won't affect you as much. Not saying they won't affect you at all. I mean, even in my own life, I've been, oh, I hate the year of the monkey right now. <laughs> but at the same time, the year of the monkey does give us a lot of opportunities that we wouldn't normally get. So I guess we can look forward to some opportunities and some chaos for the second part of the year. So we'll go straight into calls. Uh, Janice, are you there? Oh, I think we've just lost Janice. Um, Leslie, are you there, Leslie? Hello, Leslie. Hello, Kathy. Hi. Hi, how are you? Oh, very well, thank you. You? I'm good, thank you. Where are you calling from, Leslie? I'm calling from Suffolk, UK. Oh, lovely place. And what would you like to talk about today? Um, well, I, I rang in about uh, six weeks ago and I spoke to yourself and Andrew mm -hmm. and I had a reading. Um, and uh, I've got some other questions, but um, I just wanted to update you a bit because you said something about chickens. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, yes. Now that you mentioned that, I remember the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Do update us. I love updates. Well, it's just that you said something about um, does somebody have chickens living around you? And I said, well, no, I don't think there is anybody. And actually, um, about oh, two or three weeks ago, um, I went to a local fete and um, I met somebody who's got quite a lot of chickens <laughs> and I think, <laughs> and I think um, I'll be quite interested in actually doing some work with him. So that's <laughs> Wow. Quite, yeah, it's someone I'm definitely going to follow up on, you know, I'm going to, he runs a community farm. Mm, okay. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's very interesting the work they're doing in the community. Um, helping people who are uh, suffer from depression, things like that. Um, you know, helping them by getting them into nature and looking after animals as a 
as a healing um, activity. Yeah, it's, it sounds really, really good anyway. So I thought I'd tell you about that one. Oh, wow. That is that is amazing. I mean, it's such a little, it feels like a bit out of left field to just suddenly see the chickens, right? <laughs> For all of us. <laughs> it's, it's funny how things unfold. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what else has been going on for you? Um, well, I had a during the, the the last reading, Andrew was gave me a few pointers on what to do to help me with my Reiki practice um, because I've I've got a part time job at the moment um, in a normal job, um, and that was kind of really affecting me in my Reiki work. So. Um, yeah, I've managed to kind of balance that out, and I've—I must say—I've had a real breakthrough in that respect. So yeah, so I'm really—it's a shame he's not here because you know maybe you could pass on your my thanks to him because yeah, I definitely it's, it's really will. Fun. I definitely will, and and he'll he'll hear the recording anyway later, so he'll yeah. he'll be stoked to know that. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> it's been—I can't tell you how helpful it has been because, I mean, uh, to be honest, there's not many people I would take advice from. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's going to be someone. So it may as well be the galactic historian, right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I've had some good advice in the past that I haven't taken from other people, but yeah, yeah, there's no way I'm not taking his advice, and mm. uh, it's worked very well for me. So yeah. <laughs> oh, good, good. Well, that's excellent news. Um, what else would you like to address today? Yeah, uh, I've got a couple of things I wanted to speak to Andrew about, but um, yeah, today um, workplace relationships is quite a thing for me. And actually, I caught a little bit of your dating show as well. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of that's kind of the thing I want to um, talk about today. And I think you, you may be able to help me on that one. Mm -hmm. um, um, sorry, go on. Yeah. So this is. Um, it's a it's a, a workplace relationship and it's kind of got a bit tricky. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, well, hmm, I can't really. It's difficult to explain, but um, it's kind of as a result of um, clearing myself with with Reiki, which I've been doing sort of quite a lot, quite intensively, um, and it sort of made me sort of realise how I feel about somebody I work with and it's kind of causing me problems now um, and I don't know. So really. what you mean is that now that you've had a more um, cleansing of everything within you and you're more focused on how in uh, I guess what you want and more in tune with your emotions that yeah. suddenly you found someone at work that's uh, attractive to you and yeah. you're not sure how to whether you should proceed or not proceed or that's it yeah yeah um and there was i'm wondering whether i wanted to ask andrew about if it it was a karmic thing because i actually had a premonition about it mm -hmm. um about a year ago i mean i got a picture mm -hmm. of this person and i didn't but it's only in recent months i've realized that's who it was i don't know if that mm -hmm. makes sense you know it's no i understand just, what you mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, when I look at your energy and look at the situation, what I'd say is that to me, it does definitely looks like there is some karmic tie between you. You yeah. have definitely had other relationships in, you know, who knows how, how far back that Andrew would have to tell you. Yeah. Um, but this time around, I think one of the important things to recognize about this attraction is that you do have a bond 
but it's really more of a, how can I put it? It's more like a, not a brother-sister bond, but it's not a um, sexual bond either. Right, it's a okay. bond where you should be, in, you will find that you will have something to do with each other's lives and okay. will always be a small flirtation. But mm. I think you'll find it, you will not act on it, nor will this other person. And it's purely because in this time, in this moment in time, I, should, I suppose I should say, what yeah. is important is that both of you are around to support each other in ways that you could not have expected. So okay. whether it's, you know, I'll make this up now, um, whether it's, you know, they back you up at work or you've got all this drama going on at home and um, mm. they see you crying and you're, they are the shoulder that you lean on, you know, it's going to be something very different to what you have had in the past and very different mm. to what you're used to. Yeah. It's almost like being soulmates, but without being soulmates. You know, there's that close bond that you can develop. Um, mm. When I look at this relationship, I would say if you were to act upon the, um, the you know, the fancying inside or the sexual side, I think yeah. you would find that it would dissipate. It would be over before it started because that is not what it's meant for you in this lifetime. Right. Okay. What it's meant for you is to support you to hold you to lift you up mm -hmm. he has there, been of really, course there's sorry go on yeah he has been really supportive in you know since i started work there mm. yeah he's been a real sort of yeah good support to me yeah and, and then you know anyway the, some relationships what i what i tell a lot of people is they're about feel good you don't have to have an actual physical relationship to have a feel good factor within a relationship so mm. you might flirt you might you know give each other eyes but you both really know that it's not going to be acted upon so it's a safe place to feel good about yourself mm -hmm. because having people flirt with you and you know talk you up it, you know you go home glowing because it's like wow <laughs> yeah i've got it <laughs> i still got it <laughs> but i don't have to have all the complications of everything because it's it's more like a fun feel good yeah. factor kind of relationship yeah. so I, I do like the relationship that the two of you have and will have but i think that you'll find keeping it in that type of relationship will work better for you and will have it more uh longer lasting right okay yeah i kind of thought that might be the case because <laughs> there's, there's an age difference anyway so that would be a problem you know a bit difficult you know well it's, it's also difficult when you have the feel good factor kind of relationship because there are some mixed signals and while you're both new at having this bond it's you know you're not sure should you read more or should you not you know it's it's a bit of a confusing time but once mm -hmm. you sort of ebb into it and you relax into that relationship you'll find that it's actually easy both of you will find it's easy but it's the beginning hesitancy you're not sure you're not sure where is this going to go and really take those thoughts out of your head and just enjoy it mm. Yeah, I actually had had thoughts of um, working with him on a small project. I don't know, just a, a personal project of mine. But um, you know, I, I kind of see. I think we, we could possibly work together quite well on, on things. You know, I don't know. Well, when I look at him and you in an energy in a work and let's say a separate private project, I would say I, I would hesitate mainly because I don't know how committed he would be. I, right. he, not, he doesn't necessarily have the time. It's not 
that he didn't want to. It's the time because mm. he's actually got a lot of stuff going on in his life. So, uh, you know, if you don't mind not hitting deadlines and it taking a lot longer than you thought, then sure. Mm. But if you were, you know, had a specific goal in mind within a certain time frame, I'd say probably this is not the right timing for him. No. Okay. Um, and he would probably only agree to it to be nice to you rather than be realistic and think, oh, I do want to do it, but I don't have the time. But maybe I can yeah. switch it in. You know, and, and then when, when people in that situation don't hit their deadlines, it's very difficult because you, you get frustrated and not angry, but, you know, there's that that sort of that comes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't have to be there. <laughs> but when I look at your work situation, I think that you'll find that there's a lot of stuff going to happen this year. There's a lot of change around you that I'm seeing, a lot mm -hmm. of movement. Um, that There'll be some reshuffling within the company that you're in, and yeah. it will only benefit you. So whatever goes on, don't worry. It will benefit you in some way, but don't be surprised when there's a huge, big shuffle of people going on. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I was, I'm actually thinking about applying for another job, not, not to leave this one, but another um like another position yeah yeah that's another part-time one um but i'm not too sure whether it's going to be too much for me because i'm trying to um get my reiki business going really so mm. i would i would say when i look at the what's going on around you i would stay where you are because you've got all this change coming up and this big reshuffle and you will benefit you'll probably end up in a better circumstance than you are now. I'd mm -hmm. say just give it give it a few more months and just see what pans out because it will yeah. be a surprise. But you do come out better off. Right. And then going right. to your Reiki business, Yeah. I think one of the things that you really, really must do is think about your time management with clients. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't need to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but really keep that in the back of your head because yeah. at the end of the day, you're not doing yourself any favours if you don't keep strictly to your time management. Yes, yeah. And you yeah, also have, want... Yeah. Sorry, go on. Sorry, yeah, I have been thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's a tough challenge. Honestly, it is, especially when you're the, the healer, you know. You want to do everything for everyone and, of course, you'd like to do it for free and as long as you can. But the reality is you can't, you know, you are a person yourself. You must honour your own time and what's going on in your own life. And there has to be a fair exchange for that particular lot of time. Yeah. Yeah, it's very tempting to overgive, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, every yeah. <laughs> healer, every healer has gone down that road without exception. I'm 100% sure. <laughs> and often it takes a couple of years to get out of that because, yeah, once you're in it, you, you, you're still, I want to heal the world, I want to heal, I want to help, I want to help. It, it's very difficult to look back and think, you know, I also have to help myself and I have to help my business side of things too. So mm -hmm. with all of these factors in mind, how am I going to modify everything? And it's a, it's a big challenge. You know, I go through it, you go through it, pretty much every healer I've ever spoken to goes through it. And it just... As you, as the years go by and you start homing in on that and honouring your own time much more, it gets easier. Yeah, yeah. It's about respecting your own boundaries as well, isn't it? 
Yes. And, and also acknowledging the importance of your own time. Yeah. Yeah, that has been on my mind actually, sort of sorting that out in my head and how I'm going to approach that. <laughs> Really? It's, it's a difficult yeah. one. You have to take it step by step. There's no point in just doing everything overnight. You know, for example, if you were going to take the first step and you're going to try and home in on the time, um, I would say, look, if you're doing one and a half hour sessions, then cut it down to one hour. All right. Don't go straight to 45 minutes. Don't go, don't go too big a jump because you won't be able to achieve it. And if you're giving it away for certain people or you're undercharging them then the same thing you take back some time and you raise the price a little bit do it by baby mm -hmm. steps because yeah. you yourself also need to adapt to that you need to adjust to this new process not just other people yeah i've already thought of cutting down the time actually of the treatment so that that's all yeah <laughs> yeah i mean the biggest thing with all healing is you know you Let's say your typical session is 45 minutes to an hour. I mean, once you start out and you're, you're getting in there, you know, something like that, three, four hours have passed. <laughs> yeah. You're like, what? <laughs> and, of course, the client feels great, <laughs> you know, and which is good. But it, it takes a lot of self-discipline and a lot of acceptance from yourself about your own importance and your own worth to yourself to be able to cut that down. And it's difficult. So don't chastise yourself if you fall, you know, and you, you go back to that every now and then because it's going to happen. But the, the main thing you have to keep saying to yourself is when you wake up, today I am going to be more stringent with myself. This is my goal. And, and just try. Just do one goal. Don't make it, you know, Rome wasn't invented in a day. Just do one goal, one little change per day. And let's say it's on the time and you want to cut it down by 20 minutes, then that can be the same goal every day for the next month. It doesn't have to change every day. You don't have to do it in a day. Just put that goal for yourself so that once you start to adapt to it and you're getting closer to what your goal is, then you can think about instituting a second goal in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I must admit, do, yeah, I do, I do tend to want to do everything at once. <laughs> yeah, and who doesn't? Because once you've decided, yeah. oh, this is, you know, ridiculous, I'm going to do all this, but it, it's really too much. And mm. when it's when it suddenly just doesn't work, then you think, oh, well, forget it, I'm just going back, you know. And it's because you've just given yourself an unrealistic timeline about the new way you're going to do it. You have to be patient. You have to be patient with yourself more than other people and allow your own self to understand, oh, this is really what I need. Actually, I feel better because I've got more energy every day. Mm, like, oh, yeah. and I, I can actually watch 20 minutes of telly. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I've even got a book I can read one chapter, you know. And it's all the little things that suddenly, yeah. because of your time management, that you'll start to claim back for yourself. That is what will spur you on to be more motivated to do more. But baby step, baby step, bit by bit. Um, there's, there's one final thing. Have, could I ask one, just one other thing? Sure. <laughs> um, do, you, do you think I'm ready for a, a relationship? I think you are ready for a relationship. I'm not sure that you're ready for the relationship. Right, okay. okay. And when I say a relationship, 
you know, like there's all kinds of, you know, love relationships. They can be, you know, a few months, uh, you know, ships passing in the night, um, a year, and then there's, you know, more long-term. There's all types of situations. When I look at you and your energy, I would say you, in a sense, are ready for a big relationship in your life. But I don't think you're ready for the relationship in your life because you still are really lacking on the I am wonderful, I am worthy, mm. you know. And I yeah. know parts of you think, oh, no, no, that's not true. But I really want you to think about that because you are fabulous, right? Your energy is just unbelievable. I mean, I, look, I feel so good when I look at it. I really do. I can just feel the love. I can feel the joy. And you need to be at a point in your life where you think, you know, I feel the love. I feel the joy. I am worthy. And when you can acknowledge that you are worthy of getting the same back, then you'll be ready. Right. So okay. it's some, some personal development in that you need yeah. to accept that you're worthy of it. And, you know, mm -hmm. there's all sorts of reasons why you're in this point. You know, a lot of it is the way you were brought up, your socialization, the way people have treated you in the past and yes. you seeing other relationships close around you and mimicking things that you thought were what you needed. When in reality, you're, let's put it like this, you're such a bright, warm, love and joy light. You haven't met anyone in that energy before. So it's hard for you to have learned how to accept it and then ask the universe to give you that abundance in love and, and joy. When you finally can see it within yourself, it will be easy to attract it and recognize it in others because you will know it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do need, yeah, I understand what you're saying, yeah. I do need. I know. I know. There's a bit more I can do. <laughs> there's, In myself, there's, yeah. You know, it's just a few basic steps. You know, but it takes a while to fully incorporate them into your matrix in your brain and your self belief system. I mean, one of the things you really that's very simple that you can do is seriously look at yourself in the mirror for like five minutes. Okay, sometimes five minutes is too long, maybe two minutes if that's all you can can concentrate on. Then I want you to sit down and write a list. And the, your list is gonna be different to lists we've talked about before. I want you to list down all the qualities that you have that you are going to give other people, that they you're on their wish list. So what are your qualities? Like, I'm a fabulous person, I'm, I'm warm, I'm, um, independent, uh, I'm not needy, I'm full of life, whatever it is, you start writing that list and do that list every day. After a month, go back over that list and keep reading that list. And if you want to add to it, add to it, but read the list every day because then you will see how much love, joy, light you have. You need to acknowledge it yourself. <laughs> it's it's difficult you know it's like the easiest person in the world to kid is yourself you think it oh can you just hold on leslie and we'll come back after the ad thank you Thanks. 
Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us on the Adventures into Reality with myself, Kathy Ma, and well, normally Andrew Bartz is the Galactic Historian, but he is out on location today, so all things Galactic will wait till next week when he's back. For those of you that want to call in, the station number is three four seven six eight eight two nine O T. Oh, sorry, O two. Or call Laura. 956-217-0261. If you're using Skype, Skype Laura Lee Solomon. That's S-O-L-O-M-O-N. And for those of you who are interested in a private session and that want to go deeper with your questions with Andrew or myself, go ahead and call the office now at 1 for America, 360-894-0692, and they will be happy to answer any questions that you have. Again, the number for a one-on-one session with Andrew and myself is 360-894-0692. And for those of you who want to know more about me, please check out my website, which is Kathy's Pearls of Wisdom. That's Kathy with a K. And you can see what I've been up to. Leslie, are you still there? Yes, I am. Hi. Great. Now, you had one more thing that you wanted to talk about? Uh, what was I going to ask you now? Um, we were talking about the relationship and having the self-worth unworthy. Did I finish talking about that? <laughs> um, yeah, we were talking. We were talking about the list. You said to have a list. Of, oh yes, to list write the your list. That I have. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You need to write a list that lists all of your qualities that you know you can bring to the table. Because Mm. the more you see the list, the more you write it, the more you read it, the more you understand how worthy you are of the one. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, it's difficult. (laughs) We We always say, oh yeah, I know this, I know that, you know. But really, especially if you're in the healing modality industries, you're very, uh, what is the word, um, humble. And when you're humble, it's very difficult to look at your own qualities and see them as assets in a, let's say, a brag list, so to speak. And mm. not that it is a list that you're going to be showing anyone, it's just for yourself. But it is difficult to look at yourself and say, well, you know what, that is an asset. You know what, that is an asset. You know and this is a very unique and unusual asset. So I'm going to put that three stars next to that one. <laughs> <laughs> the more you can understand how special you are, I mean, truly understand it for yourself, the easier it is going to be for you to put out that message that you're ready. Right. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I shall try. I shall yes. certainly try. Good, good. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Leslie. It's been wonderful oh, well, to talk to you and get your update. I will definitely pass on the news to Andrew. Yeah, thanks very much. It's been great to talk to you as well. And you too. Well, you have a great day. And you. Thanks, Kathy. Okay. Our next caller is 808. What is your name and where are you calling from? Yes, my name is Christina, and I'm calling from the Big Island in Hawaii. Ooh, okay, Christina from the Big Island. What can we do for you today? Yes, thank you very much. I'm excited to be with you today, Kathy. I prepared over the weekend for both of you to be online today, so I've kind of reworked my topics. So I recently relocated from another island. I had spent 25 years on Maui, 
And I, I left Maui because I knew it was time. I absolutely knew, you know, in my being that it was time to leave Maui. And along with leaving Maui and the life I had had there, I also um, ended and left a 10-year relationship. So I just turned 65 last week. I'm in, um, I know it's a marvelous transition, and yet with it uh, has come um, a lot of different complexities. So I've been a vibrational healer, you know, Kundalini yoga teacher. I've had a private practice. So I guess if you use some of the, the names, you could say mystic, alchemist, you know, and all those things. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really at, um, again, I keep hearing the word marvelous, so I want to frame it that way. But having gone through the, the major um, transition, again, of, of leaving a relationship and relocating, I'm just kind of, I guess you could say, reconfiguring everything about my life. So I moved here, and that means I'm, I've been here three months. So I'm establishing myself with, you know, looking for a new friendship circle. And I'm I'm basically stepping away from the, at this, you know, at this exact moment. So when I sit in the quiet, it's like I'm doing um, something I'm supposed to be doing right now, which is not some of my... Um, healing arts practice, you know, some of the things. It feels like I'm supposed to um, be here for a while and establish myself. I have, you know, other skills that I'm using right now. So I'm working with groups establishing their, like a business model with a nonprofit. I spent many years in nonprofit work. So I use my, you know, my insight and my intuition to assist groups and organizations, you know, and moving forward. Mm-hmm. And so I've met, I've had these really wonderful connections lately, and I, you know, I trust that. So I'm not I'm trying to kind of, you know, um, I'm staying open, and I'm not trying to uh, create something, but I, I'm well equipped with quite a toolbox. And so but I ha- I also have had some situations come up where I wanted to to bring this up. I had a list as if you know Andrew would be on the call, so I switched it out, knowing your beautiful gifts. And and recently, just like six weeks ago, something very strange happened. I was going to this place where I am helping this organization, and the man didn't know I was standing behind this huge huge door. I knocked on the door, and he flung it open really fast and really hard and kind of in a violent way. And I had just reached down to pick up my handbag and the doorknob on the outside of the building hit the side of my head and I heard a crack. And of course it was traumatic. Mm. And I also knew something happened, you know, in my neck. So I went in the building, he put ice on my head and I stayed for my meeting and thinking I was lightheaded from not eating, but then I ate, and then I was walking down the street, and I tripped and fell, and it was just as traumatic. And because I'm a yoga teacher, I have quick responses, I'm agile. I prevented myself from from an injury that could have been very, very dramatic. But 
So I got in my car, I settled the energy, and I said, what just happened? And then I received a message that I was to receive uh, to forgive my, you know, former partner. Mm-hmm. And I went home with that energy and all that. So this, you know, I'm, but I think there's more to the, the two injuries of, of how they happened and why they happened. So I'm really stepping into, uh, I'm, I'm pro- probably going to be doing I have other health things that came up. So that I think that's where I'd like to kind of talk to you about my transition, what I'm doing now, and my health um, in the last two, two years. I've had issues with my heart, and it's very interesting because it's uh, the natural pacemaker of the heart, and I had to go to the hospital five times. So I really need to pay attention uh to my health right now. So I have an opportunity to do a 10-week cleanse uh, with this woman who has a, a wellness center. So um, maybe that's where I'd like to start this morning. Okay. Um, when you got hit on the head with the doorknob, uh, and of course that hurt and it was you're stunned, but when you went inside and sat down, Apart from feeling lightheaded, did you feel as if there was kind of liquid draining inside your head? There was a what? Liquid. It's like, you know, when you have a runny nose sometimes and you can feel the liquid running down the back of your nose? Oh. Ah. Ah. I probably did. I know that I waited five days to go. I went to the emergency room, but I knew that I think something went across, like maybe my, it was the left side, maybe my forehead or something. Have you considered taking, uh, getting it treated with like craniosacral therapy? Yeah, uh, yes, yes. Because to I, me, sorry, go on. I was just going to say, I did go in and have um, some kinesiology done, and I had non-force chiropractic after you know I mm. waited two weeks because I knew and I had a little bulging disc you know in my neck mm. and then mm. I've had I've had some acupuncture done but yes I go ahead I, I do respond to cranial sacral work I think you'll find that that will make a big difference to you because to me it's like there's something inside your head that's moved it's I don't know the technical terms, but if you can imagine it's like having plates, you know, like from the earth, that they move, and then, then there's yes. some friction, right? To me, it's something like this, but it's producing liquid inside. So I'm saying that you definitely should have like four or five sessions at least of craniosacral because that will just rebalance it, help drain whatever is has, let's say, not been knocked loose and realign everything so that... Like at the moment, to me, when I look at your head, it's like your your synapses are firing, but they're not clicking over. It's like spark plugs that are are not, you know, you you keep turning the key and spark plug can hear it go click, 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 but then it's not pushing the power to go to the next step. To me, it's a bit like that. So if you have some treatments of cranial sacral, I think you'll find that your brain starts firing up again In so you're not so, mm, you know... to me, it's, it's not like you're in a fog, but it's like you're you're uh, more aimless within your thoughts and your brain, I guess, within your head than you normally are. 
and what that will do is it will bring you back it will bring everything back working in the in the proper way and you'll start to be able to focus and start thinking more clearly or be able to focus better than you have been recently wonderful i will definitely do that yeah and, and what do you what do you see about this i have a you know it's called um atrial fibrillation mm-hmm. with the heart yes you know, when I look at that whole area, it does seem not rhythmic, let's call it, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in your optimum sense of the word. Um, one of the things I think that you, you mentioned that you're going to do is the cleansing. Yes. Is it over the next month, did you say? Right. I mean, I'm not sure if I should do it every day, 10-day colonics. I was just going to get your opinion on that if it, that would be too extreme if I should go with a set of three or but it would be it would be colonics every day for 10 days that would that's what right offered. well I think you know I would probably start with something like a more of three day take a break three day take a break before you embark on a 10 day thing mainly because that's a lot for your body to process at one yeah. time with everything with everything going on in your life and everything going on in your body, I think you would want to take it a bit slower. Um, and I also think that you need to start having a look at what are you eating that has a lot of cholesterol. Okay. Because I think that is somehow related. I couldn't tell you how exactly, but I think that is related. So have a look at what you're eating. Because um, often it's something really small that you didn't realize um, yes. Is going to, like, I remember years ago, I was told my cholesterol was getting a bit high, and it turned out because of the uh, sushi I was eating. But I never would have put that together because I didn't think I ate that much. <laughs> uh-huh, but then right. when, when you get told, well, actually eating it three times a week is a lot, I'm like, oh, it is? <laughs> yes, I can see it's subtle, but then it does have an effect. Yeah, and what you what you're consuming could be in your mind healthy. You know, it doesn't have you know chemicals or this or that. So you just just discount it as being a thing. Um, but just go through, go back and have a look at your diet and see where you can cut things that have cholesterol. Because I'm sure once you start going through the list, you'll see that actually you're consuming more than you realize. Um, and that's a lot of it is also because you know when we were growing up, we weren't taught how much cholesterol you should have. I mean, everyone now talks about, oh, you should can't have too much cholesterol. And like, well, what's too much? How many pieces of avocado is that? Like, <laughs> you know, right. and it's, you need to, people that are telling you these things almost have to dump it down for the, the average Joe like me anyway, to say, well, you, do, you don't eat Ikura, you know, every week. You don't eat this every week. You <laughs> You eat it every second week, and you yes, have only I'm, two pieces. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, to, you know, just keep it simple. That, that's what I want you to look back on. And another thing is, before you had this hit in the head, I think you were also getting some pain at the back of your head. Um, and you would have put it down to stress, I think. It's not quite a headache, but it's a, it's an energy there that is annoying. I think when you have this cranial sacral treatments, you will find that that also dissipates, and you'll be surprised that your actual head feels lighter to you. Wonderful. Mm. And, um, and, and then and what then, connection do you see that I mentioned, Kathy, to the to? Can we look at why that, why those two incidents happened? 
You know, when I, I look at you getting hit in the head, to me, mm-hmm. it's more about um, not necessarily anything karmic that you had with the guy that opened the door. It's more about it's making you stop and reevaluate where your health situation is. Yes, thank you. That's um, what I, I felt too. I felt like this man, oh, he was just traumatized by what happened. He was kind. I checked into it too. I didn't see it like karma or anything. So it's, you're saying it's redirecting me to focus more on my health. Yeah, because, I mean, literally, what would it have taken for you to take your health more seriously? I mean, you, you know, we're all like, oh, yeah, I, mean, I know I need to do this. I know I need to do that. It doesn't actually mean you go and do it. Sometimes you need a very strong message to make you wake up and say, okay, I'll do it now. I'll go and look now. Because um, even things like within the head, you know, you have a few things out of place. And, you know, the first year, not a big deal. Second year, a little bit of problem. Third year, you're starting to look about, can it be reversed? Right. So having a message given to you after your health and then get that attended to means that, you know, you're not having to have these issues that are bigger to deal with because you can get them fixed in a more infancy stage. Yeah. You know, even the heart. I mean, once you start, start talking the, about the heart and the rhythm, same thing. When you're in the infancy stage and you deal with it, it's much easier. It doesn't affect your big life. Excuse me. But the minute you don't leave it and three years later you think, oh, then it's a big problem to try and, especially using um, natural ways to remedy the problem. Yes. And and to, the fact that I had the, the second accident two hours afterwards, which is a whole different kind of accident, mm. um, it, it there seemed to be a different circumstance for that particular accident mm. also. You see, that particular accident, I actually would not account for it the same way. I look at that accident as that, you know, you were low at that moment. You were in pain, you were low in energy, you really didn't know what's going on, you're a bit lightheaded. You know, mm-hmm. in terms of you as an entity, you were not grounded, you were open. And, yep. you know, you're a very, very bright spark. So for you to be open and receptive is normally not so easy, but when your defenses are down, that receptors within you are open, right? And on the street, with all sorts of negativity going on, to be honest, I think it was just too much overload of people around you, places you're at, lots of stuff, you're taking on board all that energy, and you just, you know, it was collapsed. It's too much. Yes, yes. And, and now I just recalled something. 24 hours before that, this is what's interesting, I had, and then this, what, you know, I know you understand these terms, a, a self-initiation, a direct initiation. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of, you know, moving from island to island, the energy is different. So when I moved to Hawaii, I was in touch with the many, many lifetimes of me living here previously. Mm-hmm. And... So now I'm on another island, and you know it, it's I'm on the side of a, another volcano, and there was there's a direct connection to you know the Pele to the goddess energy, and my higher um, presence, you know, set that part of myself, you know, just one morning uh, said the word 
kahu, and in Hawaiian, that's um, a reverend or a leader, you know, in the mm-hmm. Hawaiian ancestry. So I had that kind. I, I've learned a Hawaiian chant. It's a very potent one that the Hawaiians use for blessings and start meditation. And I was on the phone with a dear, dear friend of eight years who's a, a very gifted woman. And so I was talking to her and then I said, well, let me do the chant for you. And I did the chant. And in that space, you know how it is when you have two people? Mm-hmm. Um, it was so potent that she said, in that moment I finished, she said, you know, we need to get off the phone now. And I said, oh, I understand. So moving through me, I knew. I went and lay down on my bed, and then I had this whole kind of ceremony, you know, um, with within another density, frequency, mm-hmm. timeline, or dimension. And in 16 years, you know, as a vibrational healer and all that, I, I've had these experiences, hundreds of them, so I was prepared for this, and it was quite astonishing what happened. And in that moment, some something clicked for me that I became whole. I became, you know, in my I am, uh, I, you know, Andrew, how he speaks about mm-hmm. the soul charge and all of that, and, and it was as if there was this huge integration of, lifetimes, lifetimes, lifetimes. And then after that, that lasted about an hour. It was profound. And I was also having healing in parts of my body. I remember this now, some of my organs, my heart, and all of that. Now, this is what's interesting. So I'm thinking, you know, then the very next day, you know, I I had these accidents happen. Mm -hmm. So I'm just wondering about that. You know, was I was I in a bit of an altered state the next morning, didn't realize it? And then, and then what, what, how did, how do you see that moment that happened for me after I did the chant and laid down for the hour mm. in significance? Well, number one, I don't think it had anything like a direct influence on what happened to you in terms of Great. getting banged okay. in the head. Um, certainly it takes your body a long time and your mind to process all the new stuff integrated. But for you, because you've had this experience many times, it, it really is like no biggie. I mean, it goes on, but it wouldn't affect you in terms of focus or, you know, airheady kind of thing. Right. Um, when you got this um energy coming through you what I see it it's almost like to me it's like a like a powder blue energy that comes through and it's like a huge channel um and the the edges of it to me are like glowing white kind of thing and whenever I see this kind of energy what it tells me is that you have had some major um turning on of something that's going on in your body and during that time also your whole body is being cleansed and cleaned out in a way not just cleansed but cleaned out like that would have gushed through you and in a sense some of it got just gushed out you know other bits are just clearing but it's it's not like a wave but it's like more like a tsunami (laughs) you're Um, you're right i love this metaphor and i just remembered that's exactly Exactly what happened. It kept going out through my feet, out through my feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's great because that means you don't have to do it again. 
Yes, yes, I was just laying there. That's true. But at the same time, it's awesome, you know, like it's like a reverence kind of feeling that you have. And also an understanding of where you have to go next, you know, what are your next steps. Um, and one of the things that what this has done, because it's cleansed you out in such a different way, that it has left a few things behind, because of course it can't take everything, such as things that we just want to do a little bit in the heart, do a bit in the yes. head. In fact, I also think at the back, um, your, the waist in your back mm-hmm. also has been aching on and off. And you might have even found that sometimes it feels like it's swelling. Um, mm-hmm. But again, this, I think, with what you're doing and also the cranial, you will start to see these things go. And what it's it's kind of doing, this energy, is it's doing as much for you as it can. And what can't be done is leaving you obvious signs where to go next. Yes. And then that leads me to, in these last moments we had talking, of the, the piece that I see, I see being now on a new island brand new, you know, meeting new mm-hmm. people. I, one day I drove down a one-way street because there are so many. It's like that. You have to get integrated where you are. Mm-hmm. So I see it I see it as I kind of, you know, on a, on a so-called 12-month calendar, I've given myself like saying, okay, it, it feels like I'm in this process that's going to take these many months, you know, to really, to ground, to establish. And, and in meeting these new um, people with these organizations, I simply just received that this is what I'm to do now, of course, for my income, and anything else will follow that. You know, does that seem accurate to you? Mm, to a degree, yes. Mm-hmm. I think one of the reasons that you have chosen this place is because the whole place itself needs a lot of healing. Okay. Um, it's it's a place that yes is beautiful and has many great features but energetically speaking there's a lot of problems there we're coming into the ad could you just hold on and we'll get back to you straight afterwards thank you thank you welcome back everyone to adventures into reality with myself kathy ma and normally andrew bartzis the galactic historian who is so amazing but unfortunately he is not here today he's out on location he'll be back next week and for those of you who don't know andrew is offering a free video series called living the mystical life daily he shows you some tools and gives you knowledge about how to have mystical experiences in your everyday life sign up for free at andrewbartzis.com Just put your name and email when you get to the page and you'll receive the first video right away. And for those of you who'd like to know more about me, please check out my website, which is kathyspearlsofwisdom.com. That's Kathy with a K. And for those of you that are calling in today for the show and using Skype, remember you need to contact Laura Lee Solomon, S-O-L-O-M-O-N, and you must Skype her and she must add you to her contact list in order for you to get through. So you must send her a request. And if you're calling in, the number to call is 347-688-2902 or directly to Laura, 956-217-0261. Okay, Christina, are you still there? Yes, I am. Thank you. Great. We were, we were just Thank you for about, waiting. Yeah, we were on the topic of 
the, the geographical place that I'm living in now and how much healing it, it needs. Yes. I think the area you're in really does need a lot of work. And anyone who is an energy worker or a light worker is going to add to that island tremendously. There are pockets all around that the energy is low. So it's no surprise to me that you were attracted to this place because by doing your own work, that will also help dissipate the, let's call it, low energy places of the area. One of the reasons that you also find this island probably attractive to you, maybe on a subliminal level that you don't realize, not subliminal, I suppose subconscious level, is that you have a lot of work to do there. And it's not just with the island, the land itself, but also there are certain people there, certain groups of people, I should say, that really need you. They are going to gain enormously from the work that you do. You will find over the next probably mm, 12 months that you will encounter at least three groups of people that you wouldn't have even thought about. Um, and by that I mean, uh, I'll just name some examples, not necessarily for you, but you might come across a group of people that really uh, have tr trouble facing whether it's a predisposed condition that exists within them or it's something that has affected them, some chemicals or whatever. And they really need the type of healing modalities that you have. But not only the type of healing modalities that you have, but the way you incorporate things in. When I look at your energy, it's like you don't really have a session that's, oh, it's, you know, XYZ healing. Oh, it's Reiki. Oh, it's um, pranic. Oh, it's this. It's almost like you merge everything together and do it all in, in one go. Even the client themselves may not be aware that that's what they're getting. That's what they are getting from you. And it's this molding of modalities together and the way you you weave them together and you use them uh, with people, that is very effective. Um, and so in these kind of cases where, you know, my example with people that have, you know, focus or concentration or communication issues uh, that are really not behavior related, you will have great success with things like this. But you'll find three distinct groups that you will come across quite by accident. And when this happens, you will truly understand why you went there. Yes, this this resonates with me. Yes, uh, it's going to be an exciting time for you because when you discover what these groups are, it's like, wow, you know, why did I think of that? Wow. <laughs> but often that's the way, the way it is, you know. You look at your own skills, your own tools that you have, and you, you think – within the framework that you know it's hard to think outside the box when you don't know what is outside the box um but when you're shown it's like yes you did kind of know about that but you never thought about applying those skills there but the difference you're going to make in these people's life is awesome amazing uh, you know you it's almost well, it kind of is bringing tears to my eyes. The work that you do is going to be very, very meaningful, and I applaud you for that. And I applaud you for wanting to do it. Um, it's, you'll have to check back with us, you know, in three, six months and tell us what's going on. <laughs> I, I, need I to definitely know. will. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. Quiet In the quiet moment when I sit quietly, I received the other day, you are brave. So as you were... Speaking to me, I could see, yes, 
you know, and it is what you said. You don't, you don't consciously kind of plot and plan necessarily for these moments in your life. They kind of unfold, and then you do. I look back and I go, wow, I am brave what I just did to, to be here mm-hmm. now. So um, it feels like um, that resonates with what you were describing for the, you know, the mm-hmm. next six or 12 months, and that means to welcome new groups that I would have never thought of and all of that. And that does take a certain amount of courage. Oh, yes, yes, certainly it does. And that you will just happen upon them. You couldn't plan for something like this. It would just happen. So I wouldn't even look. Just continue with what you're doing because you will just happen upon them and it would just make sense to you when you see it. Um, and understanding what you can do to enhance lives and even their day-to-day existence is just amazing. Uh, one thing I would like to address is this past relationship that you had and the yeah. other island, um, eight or ten years, I forget, um, long, yeah. a fairly long relationship. To me, I look at that and I think, you know, it was just time. Sometimes people are just in your lives for a certain amount of time and you learn something from each other, you take something away from it, and then it's just time to move on. Doesn't mean that there's wasn't worthwhile or there's a, any less to look back onto. It's just, it is what it is. And you've both gotten out of it what you needed to get. Uh, it was time. I guess that's the only thing I can say about it is it was time, don't look back. Don't look back with any regret or, you know, often when you look back with hindsight, you think, well, I could have done this better. I could have done that better. I could have handled this situation better. I'd say, no, don't do any of that. It was what it was. It was time. You got something out of it, as did he, and just move on. I look at what's coming up for you in terms of relationship, and I think, you know, you're going to go through a pretty what is the word, like a whirlwind time. You are going to have a lot of offers, but I would say be more discerning about it because uh, lots of offers that look attractive, it's not the same as having something meaningful. And sometimes when you're in a new place and you're a bit lonely, it's easier to succumb to what you think was questionable on a normal day and think, maybe I should just give it a try. Maybe I should step out of my box, you know, for you, it's not so much that. Anything that goes on for you between now and let's say at least the middle of next year is going to be what I would consider insignificant. And when I say that to me, because I'm looking at you, the energy now, what it will affect you, what relationships will, um, how they will affect you in the present, the immediate future, and then I take a quick jump into the more long-term future. And for me, anything between now and the middle of next year is insignificant. So that means it can be short term, long term, well, as long as, you know, middle of next year, um, you know, one night, whatever. It is of no consequence. So that means if you want to have a little dalliance, you want to have a bit of fun, have a little bit of relationship, go ahead. But don't read too much into it because it's going to be, it is what it is. Um, For you, I'd say starting at the end of next year, you're ready. And that's when you're going to put out the I'm ready vibe. And that's when you'll get the more, let's call them what you would consider serious life offers. 
Yes, that I resonate with this also. Thank you for, you know, confirming that. Mm. Well, I mean, the truth yes. is, you're going to be so busy anyway. I don't, it's going to be difficult. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but then, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, and the the place that you were in before, so uh, I think you said Maui. To me, you know, that place you will go back to again, but not necessarily to live. But it has also been very supportive for you. It has nurtured you. It's almost like a mother. It's time to let you explore the world. So when you also mentioned, you know, you're going to a, a new place, starting up a business, getting all your contacts out there, um, drumming up new business, so to speak, I think you will find that the more that you use your instinct, the better it will serve you, even if it's not logical. So, for example, that would mean, uh, like if you're thinking about doing an advertising, and the smart thing would be to do um, five insertions at a reasonable price in medium circulation magazines. Yet, for some reason, your instinct might say to you, you know what, you should just do that one expensive phone for that one time and just do a quarter of the page. It's not a lot, but that's what you should do. Then I'd say, go with that. Because you'll be governed by instinct a lot over the next six to ten months. And it will serve you right. It will prove you right, even though you can't logically justify it to yourself or others. Go with what you think. Don't go with what you know. Yes. That's a good word, instinct. Mm. Yes, it's, it's does, that logic doesn't work for everyone all the time, but for you in this moment of time, that will work. Yes. And I also want you to focus more on your uh, word of mouth referrals. You on need to word of mouth referrals. Okay, thank you. I want you to be slightly more, I'm going to use the word aggressive because if I don't say aggressive, you'll think, I mean, Mambi Pambi say something small. No, I want you to do a little bit more hard sell with asking people to pass your card around, you know, a bit more aggressive than you normally would be. Okay. And for you, that you would feel aggressive, but for the rest of us looking at you, we think, wow, you hardly did anything. <laughs> <laughs> but for you, it's it's difficult. You would feel like it's a hard sell kind of way to go, but it's not. Um, but you have to find that courage and, and do that because people will react well to you. They just need to be asked. Yes, that does make sense. That would be the way to um, establish myself. And I had worked for years, maybe 30 years ago in Northern California in the same manner. So referral would be the key. And it's true, you know, that means you need to do the asking, you know, who who else do you know based on what you now know about my services would also, mm. you know, be in need of this or something. So sometimes it's that formal where you just put out the ask. I, I hear that's what you're saying in, you know, being more assertive with that. Good, good. It takes courage, you know, for those of us that really it's not, innate within us it doesn't come naturally it's one of the hardest things to ask someone to do <laughs> that's correct yes. Yeah. yes for those of us that are excellent salesmen it's not a problem at all they could do it in their sleep <laughs> yeah so you know in a way you have to think oh I think of myself as a salesman 
how would a salesman think? That's what I need to do. Yeah. You know, it's one thing about being on the mainland and then living in the islands, especially this one that's quieter. I found I, after 25 years, you just get so relaxed and so relaxed and less formal, you know, and that's when Mm. it's much slower here. And yet this piece that you're talking about still works very well. Mm, mm. You know, it's like the who, the who do you know, and it's they call it here the coconut pipeline. Oh, um, okay. Yes, it's wonderful because <laughs> I I, fa- I found my home that way, and then the next piece, and the next piece, and one of the keys to this is my son, my second son, and he's brilliant at this. So I've you know I've just kind of followed in his little light trail a few times and he and he has also led me um, to some referrals so it's that's what it's like in the hawaiian islands it's a little less formal but it's the same method Mm -hmm. well i learned a new thing today coconut pipeline Yes, (laughs) (laughs) you really do learn a new thing every day (laughs) and you know kathy it's very telepathic we'll just put it that way that's the that's the little caveat there it's a telepathic uh, many times pipeline also living here with the energy the way it is <laughs> think it and then it becomes <laughs> excellent well thank you so much for calling christina yes and i wanted to close with saying that i sometimes andrew says well how did you find out about him or, and you know the show and i'm one of those people that listened to him on radio shows before he did lance white i listened to all the lance white oh, wow. and, and uh, Buzzsaw and everything after all of the interviews, every one of them. I wanted to say a word for the soul um, contract revocations that I use faithfully. And I use them out loud. I use them in my own ceremony. I've referred clients to them. And I'm one of those when Andrew does a new one on the radio show, I just record that snippet and then I play it in the evening and sometimes that's how I go to bed at night is I'm I'm repeating it after um you know Andrew's voice on the recorder mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I've always used spoken word because I've gathered groups you know and and it it's what Andrew says you know it's very potent and I I really wanted to let the listeners know you know so um I can't say enough about uh, the soul contract revocation so so please thank wow. Andrew for that I will. I will definitely pass it on. And he, yes. he will hear it when he hears the replay, but I will definitely pass it on. Wonderful. And that, that's great. I mean, if anyone wants to check out his revocations, you just go to andrewbartzis.com and just go through. And all the exciting new stuff that's coming up also is there. Thank you so much, Christina. That's You're been welcome. great. Thank you. I really appreciate all, all that you do and all that you are, Kathy. Aloha. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Wow, what a great call. What a great call. So, uh, next one, caller 302, are you there? Hi, yes, I am. Hi, what's your name and where are you from? Uh, my name is Christy with a K, and I'm calling from Phoenix, Arizona. Okay, Christine with a K. What can we do for you today? Um, I am having some, uh, I have a couple questions, but the first one I want to start with is my health. Um, I'm 
dealing with um, genetic uh, tissue disorder and I've had it my whole life, but it really kicked into gear after I got a shot from the doctor's office. And um, I'm just in a lot of pain and I'm just wondering, um, and I also had recent surgery and that's causing me some issues. And I'm wondering uh, what, what practical things can I do to help my situation with my health? Mm-hmm. And um, I, I have a lot of fatigue, like a lot of fatigue. So it's kind of interfering with my quality of life. Okay. What kind of genetic condition is it? Um, it's called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. It's a connective tissue disorder. Uh, so it's uh, wherever your collagen is, there seems to be some kind of issue. So a lot of rips or tears um, in tendons or ligaments, um, different internal symptoms as well um, with mm-hmm. your gastrointestinal, um, you know, all different things. So. Mm-hmm. And so after the, was the surgery related to this or was it a different kind of surgery? Actually, it is. One of the manifestations of this is um, hernias for people because your connective tissue is uh, weaker and um, a lot of people with uh, the shortcut um, for the disease is called EDS. And a lot of people with, um, uh, di- there's different types, um, a lot of people with type 3 uh, do experience hernias. Mm-hmm. just part of. So since you had the surgery, your condition is worse, did you say? No, no. It got worse when I had a um, Kenalog shot about seven years ago from the doctor's office. It really kicked oh. into high gear at that point. And it's just been downhill ever since. And, um, okay. you know, the fatigue kicked in, a lot of multiple injuries right at once um, um, with some soft tissue. And it, it's just making life pretty difficult. Has the fatigue so. been with you for a while, like a couple of years? Uh, yes, in fact, I've actually probably had it since birth, but it started kicking in in my late twenties, and just you know when, you know, increased since then. Mm-hmm. Okay, when I look at your energy, to me, it's it's like a wow. There's there's a lot of things going on, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, have they ever talked to you about your endocrine system? No. Because uh, hmm. to me, it looks like it's overactive. Um, so I guess, you know, somehow it's affected everything. So if you can imagine, if we simplify it a lot, um, within your body, there's a lot of stuff that's going on, um, but certain parts of your body are overachieving, let's say. So they're working too hard. And this is part of why you're also getting the fatigue because your body is expending so much energy to keep fixing here, fixing there, and running ragged over certain things, um, like say your adrenals, right? They're running too, way too fast uh, in a sense. So because your body is expending all this energy doing that, it becomes tired. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. Then this, you know, endocrine system, running too fast, tired. Metabolism, not working, more energy there, you know, and as it keeps taking all this reserves of energy that you have, I mean, you've only got so much. I'm not surprised you're exhausted. <laughs> I don't know how you get up sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I don't get up sometimes. <laughs> no, I mean, I can, I can see it. I can feel it. It's like, oh. um, let's think. Um, what I had, um, one of the things that I had read about it was the reason that the adrenals are kind of working over time is because 
your um, your vascular system is made of smooth muscle, which is you know also has collagen in it, and so a lot of times um, your blood is pooling in different areas. And I'm not, you know, so um, we're about to come into the egg. Can you just hold on, please, Christina? And we'll get back to you. Sure. Thank you. Okay. Welcome back, everyone, to Adventures into Reality with myself, Kathy Ma, and normally the amazing Andrew Bartzis, the galactic historian, but he is out on location today, so he'll be back next week to talk all things galactic. And remember, you can get a private session with Andrew or myself by contacting Tanok at Tanok at galactichistorian.com. That's T-E-N-O-C-H. And we'll be able to get to the bottom of your issues and help you see a better way ahead. And for those of you who don't know, Andrew is offering a free video series called Living the Mystical Life Daily. He shows you some tools and gives you knowledge about how to have mystical experiences in your everyday life. So sign up for free at andrewbartzis.com. Just put your name and email when you get to the page and you'll receive the first video right away. And for those of you that want to know more about me, please check out my website, which is kathyspearlsofwisdom.com. That's Kathy with a K. So, Christine, are you still there? Uh, yes, I am. Great, great. So, back to you. When I look at uh, your... Yes. Oh, sorry, go on. Oh, no, no. I was just saying um, where we left off was the endocrine system was active. Mm. Yeah. So, so, me, so, for me, a lot of it looks like, you know, everything is system overload. Everything is working too hard. Um, and that is obviously why you have the fatigue. Have you um, considered taking electrolyte supplements? Uh, I, I do take a few. Um, is there anything you recommend? Well, um, for number one, your adrenals are like overworking. So what the electrolytes will do, well, it will start to fuel the adrenals so they will stop working so hard which will then give you a, your whole system a relief from that, plus, of course, the benefits of electrolytes. So the, the easiest way, of course, is the drinks that you can buy everywhere. But you can um, get uh, electrolyte powders from health food stores, probably get them online. Um, and to me, that's a more efficient way because you can just add it to your glass of water rather than having the commitment of having a whole drink. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, because sometimes the taste of, of um, the electrolyte drinks that are already pre-made may not be to your liking or might have too much sugar or this or that. So it's easier to mix the powder yourself um, and then add a flavoring if you don't like the flavor. Okay. One of the things that we want to try and do is to get your system to slow down a bit so that you, it, your body can take a break and not be always running so much energy so that then it becomes fatigued. Um, another thing that I think that would be very effective for you is try out salt baths. Now, this might seem like a contradiction sometimes from what people are, are, have been telling you, but when I say have a like an Epsom salt bath, I don't want you to have like three cups of Epsom salts. I just want you to have like maybe um, a handful because what I would like your body to do is learn to relax in water 
with a bit of aid, not with the whole process of what a lot of Epsom salts can do. Because for you, you also don't want to draw out too much from your body, but you at the same time want it, you sort of wanting to will it to relax. So one of the things okay. that you can do is just have a small amount of Epsom salts. And by handful, I mean, don't pile the whole thing, uh, you know, uh, like a mountain on your palm. I mean, put your hand in and whatever you can grab, right, that's it. No piling it on your palm. <laughs> so it's only a sprinkling. And then okay. also consider wh whichever smell pleases you better, but either use lavender or, uh, let's see, lavender or chamomile. I want to say tea tree, but I think that would be too strong for you right now. So stick with lavender or chamomile. Just put one or two drops also in the bath because for you, scent is very important. The more you smell, the more your body reacts because that is part of your reaction system. So what these few things will do for you is tell your body, turn off, it is relaxed time. Um, and in a sense, I guess you're trying to trick it into relaxing. Okay. <laughs> okay yeah. I mean, not that you can trick a body, but you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. think of the small things that you can do to get your body to tone down, to relax, to not over overproduce, don't overwork internally. I don't want you to tackle all the big things right now. I want you to tackle the small things. So you have these. I want you to consider doing some form of um, body work, like relaxing massage, like aromatherapy, right? Uh, not the lymphatic, you know, excite your whole body kind of massage, just the relaxing, you know, even the lomi lomi, uh, something, same thing. The object is to get your body to relax. When it is relaxed, it will stop overproducing because it's getting into that zone. You know, like when you go to Thanksgiving and you eat all that turkey and then you're in that zone of, I think I'm going to nap for two days. That's mm -hmm. kind of effect that you want to produce on your body. Okay. Because the more it starts doing this on a regular basis, the more it will stop overproducing. And then when it stops overproducing, you can see your symptoms and your issues come more prevalent that are the big ones rather than all the whole range of small ones that are coming right now. Because once your body starts relaxing and it calms down, you can then look and deal with other different problems. But if you can't deal with that first, you really can't get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Okay, um, for the overactive endocrine system, is that something that I would have to see a doctor for? Because I don't really like to go <laughs> to go to doctors. I would say but, um, I would say at this point, I want you to do the small things first. So okay, I would good. say just look up on the internet and see what that entails, right? And look for some health, natural health kind of suggestions by people that like a home remedies to assist in that kind of issue. Okay. Because you really need to get a handle on the fatigue before you can get a handle on anything else. Because your body can only deal with so much at a time. And for you, you're already in an extreme case. So if we can get a handle on the fatigue and get your body to feel more relaxed and a, lot, a little bit more energized, then we can go further and look at something else. But in the meantime, I don't see any reason why you can't look up 
things like the endocrine system and see what sort of things you can do to uh, discourage it from overreacting. Overacting, okay. sorry, not overreacting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, um. It, it's it's a really tough one because this has been just a long-term condition within your body that it, it's going to be a long process to climb out and get yourself into a more normal level, let's call it. And by normal, I mean acceptable to you. But it takes steps, it's stages. And in your case, I don't mean baby steps. First things first, let's do the fatigue. And honestly, I think it would take you at least two or three months to get a handle on that. Okay. So what I'd like you to do is two or three months' time is call back and let's see if your fatigue situation has uh, remedied itself to a certain degree. And then we can talk about another layer of things that we can go forward with. Okay. But in um, the meantime, just to look at your health in general, I would say I don't see any big dramatic things that are detrimental to you that are coming up this year. Oh, okay. Um, where I had the surgery, um, it seems like it's healing really slow. It's in the inguinal area. And I'm wondering if, um, if it's going to heal. If I've already been back to see the surgeon and um, she's, she's like, I'll just send you for a nerve block. Um, but they think that because I had the mesh put in. And I'm wondering if um, this is going to heal on its own. I rest and things like that, or what? What? What do you see there? Sorry, what, which part of your body is that in? It's on the right side in the inguinal area. Mm -hmm. um, I had mesh. It's in the um, lower pelvis on the right side. Mm hmm. I think it will help a bit. I don't think you need to worry about it, but I don't think it's gonna have had the desired result. Um. Are you more concerned about if it was bad for you or if it's something that you need to deal with? Um, I just want the pain to go away. It's been over probably um, almost a year and a half, and I've done everything I can. I've had cranial sacral. I've rested it. I mean, I've meditated. And it's very painful to sit down and different things like that. So you can see where that would be a big block to my <laughs> quality of life as well. So I'm wondering if, you know, you see it eventually healing on its own. Um, the surgeon isn't going to do anything for it. So okay, I see where you're going. I see what you mean. Um, well, okay, let's put it like this. I think what has been done is going to help a bit, not the complete result that you would hope for. But I do think that you will be able to incorporate some new techniques. Let's call them more of the um, self-healing modalities kind of techniques um, a bit later that will make a big difference that will help move that forward so I wouldn't worry so much about whether it was a huge success or do you need to go back and do it I think naturally over time you will just add techniques and modalities to healing that area which will make the difference and keep it on a more um, uh, righteous path to healing. Okay. Okay. Um, 
I know it's 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 very unsatisfying to have all this stuff going on with you and really it's one of those things where you have to just cut it up and think about time first fix one problem so much time second issue so much time unfortunately for you it's a lot longer time than for you know the average person but at mm-hmm. the same time when you when you're going through these dark moments when you think this is never going to end think of it like this what you learn from your own health issues you should start journaling and write down because what you have gone through what you're going through what you have learned and what you are learning and what you're about to learn and how to deal with this is important if not vital information for the person who comes next time who has this issue think of this okay. as like a journaling opportunity for you to help others that have similar or the same issues because it's one of those situations where there isn't that much information about it there's not a lot that people can do there is no instant remedy um so what is your journey how did you get from a to b what techniques did you use which techniques did you find were not useful when did you find that you had those dark moments and how did you get out of them okay i know it seems like oh yeah who cares about all that right now but later on as you start to get more healthy you will totally see that the words that you write now make a difference to other people's lives later and when you are getting towards a better health situation you will then think i'm so glad i wrote all that down because there's no way i'd remember it <laughs> <laughs> i know i've been getting clues to start writing stuff down but it's just um I just haven't acted on it yet. <laughs> so Okay, that's I think we right there. <laughs> it's it's a difficult one because you know, you do have a lot of down moments and it's very difficult to cling on to things that make you feel good or upbeat or positive because sometimes, you know, I could see it, I could feel it. You just don't want to get out of bed, you know. Yeah. And you're thinking when is this going to be over? <laughs> uh but it's it's times like that where you have to think of things like that and it will give you meaning it will help you understand that there is meaning in this as opposed to okay. why me why me what did yeah. i do wrong why is it my number and no one else's you can't see it yet but you will make a big difference in other people's lives because of what you've gone through so when you're having those dark moments of why me just start writing Okay. Yeah. Like it's a tough one. That's okay. That's okay. And you know what? A lot of people are going through lots of different health issues and this will help them understand things and also let people know they're not alone. They're not alone. And that on itself is such a powerful concept to know it's not just you. There are other people out there and they have the same trauma, the same angst, the same hopelessness at times. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. It took a lot of courage. It really did. Okay, thank you very much. You've got another um, question I can see. What is it? I do. <laughs> I was just wondering um um I kind of went through a life change a little uh body um I don't know how to explain it uh in in November and I'm just wondering um 
uh, if you see any gifts in my energy that uh, once I begin to heal my fatigue that I came here in this life to express, any gifts that um, uh, eventually I'll be able to do for a living or, um, you know, whatever it is that you see. You know, I know this is going to take you by surprise because I can see what you're thinking. Um, not that I'm a mind reader, obviously, but <laughs> you are highly psychic. Did you know that? Well, people tell me that, but um not quite sure. <laughs> you are. I know you're, you're thinking about more on the spiritual, the healing modalities and those kind of gifts and those kind of things. But to me, the first thing that pops out is your psychic gifts are very strong. It's a question of whether or not you find the discipline to harness them. You know, you can do what I do. The difference between you and me is I've had a lot of practice. I've had a lot of discipline. I've spent a lot of years doing it. If you wanted to, you can harness that. You totally can. Um, one example that you can test this out with yourself is find a not-so-close relative, so not mother or father. Find someone who is like a, a cousin or a friend to you that is like a cousin that you don't know a lot about. Just give them a cold read. doesn't matter if they laugh at you or not. Just do a cold read on them and then wait and see. See what happens in the next four months and let's see if you're right or wrong because I bet you 70% of what you say will be spot on. You, you will scare them in a nice way, in a nice way. But it would be good validation for you. But like I said, choose someone that you know well enough that you don't feel intimidated but not well enough so you couldn't know some things. Like you don't know what they've been doing, you don't know who they've been dating, you don't know what their situation is at work, you know. Um, okay. And just do the cold read because it will show you that you have that ability and it will encourage you to to harness it. Okay. You know, not everyone has such a strong psychic ability. So is there something I can do to calm my nerves a little bit with that? Um, I tend to freeze up. Even as you talked about it, I just could feel myself freezing up and um, all the fears come up of going blank or, um, yeah, yeah, that's it, pretty much going blank. Mm. Uh, not being able to see, uh, being wrong, all the all these fears just kind of well up. Mm. Grounding. It's all about grounding. Oh. You know, I, okay. I keep saying this to everyone time, time again. I can't tell you how important it is. The more you ground, the more you will have that clarity and focus. And okay. whatever grounding techniques works for you, use that. It doesn't have to be one that I say or Andrew says or the book that you're reading today says. Try out lots of different techniques and find what works for you. And what works for you, you'll know because you will feel solid within yourself. At the moment, you feel like a reed, you know, you're blowing in the wind. The minute you feel like an oak tree, that's the one. Okay. Yeah, okay. I've been working on that. I guess I need more work. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Okay. 
I, I heard you say that. Actually, I remember hearing you say, I, I think it was you, you said you didn't uh, realize how important it was you know, if you go into this work, uh, you need to ground, 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 ground. And I heard you say that, and I think it was you, and it stuck in my mind. Yeah, so well, I'm important. sure that was me. So. I've said it many times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you really can't stress it enough over anything in your life, especially doing this kind of work. Just spend that extra moments in the morning and at night to do it, because it will make all the difference with everything in your life, not just this. Okay, um, I have one more question, if there's time. Mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, another healer kind of picked up an issue with my left breast, and I'm wondering if um, there's something there of concern that I need to be aware of. Hello? Hello? Sorry, did I mute Hello? by accident? Can you hear me now? Uh, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, to me, I look at the... The, the, breast, the energy of that breast and I don't see that it's um, a huge problem at this point I do some see some blockages uh, but that can be completely an average kind of thing with women what I would suggest is you do some self massage in that area so you just use normal you know either massage oil or, or um, baby oil and just massage around the breast and and stroke it up towards underneath the armpit because that will help it drain out of the lymphatic system. If you do okay. that every day, you'll you'll notice a difference. I mean, as women, we really should be doing this anyway. <laughs> but right. uh, in your yes, case, you, you will notice a difference. Even just, you know, if, if you were to cup it and put pressure on it now, even if you feel one or two, not lumps, but harder areas, once you do this self-massage and drain everything up and towards the armpit, you will find, even within a few weeks, that you notice a big difference. It sounds so simple, but I've never thought of it. <laughs> I know. Okay, great. I know what you mean. Sometimes the simple solutions are, are the least obvious um, because everything makes it complicated. Right, yeah, okay. Uh, I think that's uh, all the questions I have, Ben. I, I really appreciate your help um, in taking my call. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you so much for calling in. You've been a great teacher to everyone in sharing your issues and what's going on for you health-wise. I really, really am grateful that you called because I know you've helped lots of people just by listening to your story. Okay. It was an honor. Thank you for um, thank you for this this reading. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Bye bye. Wow, what a great caller. Christine was just so interesting. Really, really great. I think we're nearly about to run out of time, so I know I had Annalisa next. Possibly we if you're free, maybe you can call us next week. It has been really great today, the stories that we've heard, the issues that people have shared with us. I feel so honored and grateful that they've opened up to us and we've all learned something from everything they have to say. Even if it's as simple as learning to be full of ourselves and know that we are worthy. I mean, that is one of the things that time after time keeps coming up 
sense of self-worth, knowing what you're worth. And I don't mean in the monetary sense. I mean just as a being, it's a being of light, a being of soul, a being of your own, a being of self. What is it that you think you are worth? Are you worthy of love? Are you worthy of joy? Are you worthy of unconditional love? Are you worthy of a fabulous loving relationship that completely fulfills you? Are you worthy of having an abundance of love in all your relationships, whether it's mother, father, daughter, son, grandparent? Are you worthy of having that job having that particular career, having these friends, going on this fabulous holiday, all those everyday questions, ask yourself, are you worthy? Because the answer is yes, but you have to believe it. Me believing it, Andrew believing it is not enough. You have to believe it. So actually it's a good practice for all of us to sit down and write a list for ourselves, just for ourselves. Why are we worthy? I'll leave you all with that thought. Thank you so much for tuning in to Adventures into Reality. And for those of you who want to know,